Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we're continuing our story of forbidden love with more Starcrossed. And as I speak, Starcrossed is still up on Kickstarter, and when this episode posts, there will be nine days left to get in on it. Trust me, heroes, this is my favorite game. If you back it, you're gonna fall in love just like I did. Coming up this week on the OneShot Twitch stream on Wednesday, we have another preview of the Dungeon Dome card game. If you missed it this last weekend on International Tabletop Day, we did our world premiere of my newest game. You can still catch that on Video On Demand, either on Twitch or on YouTube, and tune into a live stream Wednesday at 7.30pm Central Time. Then this Thursday, TPK with JPC is coming back at its regular time slot, 7pm Central Time. Fans of A Woman With Hollow Eyes should look forward to next week when we do our debrief session. We'll be talking about some of our favorite moments, review some behind-the-scenes choices that Darcy made as the GM and we made as players, and discuss the things that excite us about Invisible Sun. That's going to be Wednesday, May 9th at 7.30pm Central Time. As always, I'd like to take a quick moment to thank our backers on Patreon. Your support makes what we do possible. I've been sitting on a huge amount of bonus audio for a long time, and I'm so excited to share it with you. And because of your Patreon dollars, I can actually hire someone to edit it, which means that bonus audio will come out faster. Thanks to everyone who supports us already, and thanks to everyone who's going to join us in the future. And with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. Scene 3. Finding Common Ground. I don't want us back in the lab. Yeah. But I want us back in a situation where It's relatively private, and I'm asking you questions. Okay, okay. So... Maybe maybe I have, like, a daily check-in with you, and we've been doing this for, like, a while now. Yeah. Is that good? Okay, yeah, that's good. Okay, okay. Go, do move, do move. I'm trying to think of what this alien has to do in their daily routine. I think she is... This must be one of those situations where the environment is a little open and relaxed if we're, like, having time together that is not specifically heavily monitored and all yeah. that and we can be a little alone <gasps> maybe maybe that's one of the things i've found is that like you know she's a lot more relaxed when she's not being observed like she can freaking tell like <laughs> <laughs> yeah cuz oh that's it you know when she's being observed she's trying to be on her best behavior Aww. and like but she's got stuff to do as well she's a scientist she has to write these reports Aww. so i think she is like uh sitting with this wrist device and like there's a projection and she's like moving things around and and different symbols are appearing on this holographic projection in front of her as she sort of like types away uh at this report and i think i want it to i I still want her to be a little bit alien and weird so i think (laughs) while she's doing it she just casually reaches out and grabs a lemon and like bites into it (laughs) That's the weird alien thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just chowing down on a, a lemon. Aww. <laughs> Great. So we have a bowl of uh, of lemons between us. Mm-hmm. I brought an apple. And I'm trying to just... I, I've been... Um, okay. She is sitting on some cushions near you, but not too close. Mm-hmm. And... She has an apple and also has a book that's like open in her lap and she's making notes in the margins of it. 
Um, the book is about mirroring, which is a specific technique <laughs> to make people just a little more comfortable, mm -hmm. feel a little more at home, uh, because she can do her diagnostics a lot more easily if you are in what she thinks of as your natural state. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I like I like that being different like that. I think she takes another bite of this lemon and I think you notice that like there's the yellow coloring around her lips, but it's sort of like pulsing yellow and white, uh, very similar to the pink and red pulse that you saw earlier. Mm -hmm. um, so like it's something that you notice. Cool. She kind of catches a glance at you very quickly. And when she asks you a question, she just kind of asks it to the air. Just still looking down at her book, still just making her little notes. How many hours of dormant time last night? I think the the color fluctuation stops and like zips back. And I think there's like a little wavy sort of blush of pink that comes up. And she turns to you and says, about five hours? Which is good. She resists the urge to emotionally reward you by saying something like, you're up an average of 30 minutes of sleep <laughs> per night on average than two weeks ago. You know, something really mushy like that. But she cannot help but crack a smile and nod. And she asks, could you guess how many grams of food or um and then she kind of laughs again and says how many lemons um isn't it someone else's job to monitor my food <laughs> no that's a little embarrassment um she pauses a second mm -hmm. and turns to you and she places one hand very delicately on her lower lip she wants to think about it for a second and God, uh, my character, like watching that motion of you placing your hand, it's just the way you swirled your finger and put it on. It's like just sort of fascinated by it for a second, though. Maybe you can't even tell because of her big black mysterious eyes. Maybe I can't. <laughs> but she brightens up, points one finger up like this and says, yes, but I'm here to monitor your stress levels. And food and sleep are pretty closely tied to that, wouldn't you say? It's not like cracking knuckles or something, but she's like, she does a stretch as she's like sort of thinking through it. And she sort of rests her hands on her head, which sort of quiet her antenna a little bit, though they are like directed at you. And you can see like <laughs> the little fronds, like the axolotl style fronds are like wiggling like pretty excitedly. Um, and she goes... Is it important for what you're doing to know what my perception of the amount of food that I've eaten is? Because the way I see it, you all have recorded everything that I'm eating and all the ways that I'm sleeping. Would it be enough to say that I had a good amount of lemons? She leans in towards you much closer than the two of you usually get. Mm -hmm. And she says... Maybe I'm making conversation in an effort to build rapport, you know, like with empathy. Yeah. 
I think that causes her to like. Oh, I just realized. I I think I should pull for that. I think I should pull for revealing something personal unintentionally. Yeah, for which sure. Which is how much of this is a f- artifice to her, and she doesn't know what she's doing. Yep. I think there is sort of like a kaleidoscope dance of like yellow uh, that washes over her, and also. <laughs> She opens her mouth like very intentionally and goes, ha, ha, ha. Oh, no. Oh, no. I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. She. And even more, she'll oh. reach a limb out and like touch. So where are we position wise, do you think? Did you say you were beside me? Yeah, I think we were initially leaning against the same wall. uh, And then as we started talking, I eventually turned towards you and then I leaned in towards you. So now I'm kind of leaning in on my left hand. Oh, then then she definitely takes her hand and puts it puts it on (gasps) On yours lightly. Yes. Oh. Uh, And goes, that was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) She smiles, but it's a bit wistfully. And then she like just gets kind of real with you for a second and says it would really help my research if we kind of just talk to each other more easily is that an intentional reveal yeah just like i feel i really feel like i'm at 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 my wit's end here trying to do my best there is like a pale sky blue that's kind of mixing in with uh, the other colors that she's got going on right now. And it's like her version of mirroring. She's got like a sympathetic sort of to to whatever feelings of discomfort you might have. And she goes, actually, I am out of my mind with stress right now. <laughs> This is gone. Can this be confidential? (laughs) She asks with some trepidation. She just nods and furrows her brow a little bit. And she closes her book very delicately and sets it aside. Just, Just the details. I'm really not supposed to be talking to you. We're supposed to be here. And I was supposed to be here. The crash, obviously, not on purpose, but I shouldn't be the one talking. There's like a little bit of green mixing in with the blue now um, as she's trying to convey something that she doesn't quite have the words for. I sort of get comfortable and and turn to face you entirely now. And I I scrunch my knees up to my chest and I'm I'm sitting pretty close to you. Mm -hmm. And... I look genuinely concerned. I'm like, why don't you tell them that? Why don't Why don't you just be honest about all that stuff? I mean, that's kind of like the. There's a lot that they want to get out of you, but that's a big chunk of it. Well, there there will be others coming that will do it better than I can, and I don't want to make any mistakes. Um, she says this as since you did one of yours, uh. She's, she says this and like leaning in, trying to convey it. And one of those antenna just like dances out and lights up uh, the red and pink um, as it brushes again by your hair. Like you just feel it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And as she does that, like 
again, there's that equivalent of like the shiver thing, but her face, because she did that, like she'll draw herself back quickly and the blue and white polka dots are back. Let me tell you why. Oh, it's my turn now. Oh, I do Let- have to pull a brick. Oh, that's unintentionally right. Unintentionally. Oh, I'm dying. You. Okay, pull your brick first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's good. That's very good. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't want to cut you off, but. Of course. So let me tell you why that was an unintentional. Was that an unintentional reveal or an unintentional touch? An unintentional touch. Mm, I will just say then that as you pull back and there's this pink and red Mm -hmm. streak that runs down your back, she pulls back, not breaking eye contact with you. And she feels, you can see her shoulders shake a little bit. Because she feels a shiver down the back of her neck. Oh, that's so good. Oh. It is It is very good. Yeah. <laughs> the people at, at home are clapping at their <laughs> podcasting just, devices. They're right losing now. it. There's a silence like between them as they're just not breaking eye contact at all. And I think she looks into your eyes and says... Are you feeling uncomfortable? Oh my goodness. Don't do this to me. <laughs> uh, she she waves a hand mm-hmm. in front of her and, and turns away from you. Her hand brushes against one of your limbs because she just doesn't, she's not looking at you. She doesn't see you. And she's just, she doesn't even realize that she has touched you. She's just saying, no, I mean, I, well, I, I actually am because just because this is a really big deal for us. I, I don't know about your species, but we we haven't really had a first contact situation before. Uh, and I, you know, I, I mean, I know I'm part of just a very small part of a big team, but oh my God. Okay. Alex, I don't think no, that's the brick. No, it's coming out very easily. I just have I'm, to pull it more delicately. I just feel like it was doing such an important job balancing the tower for some reason. <laughs> I just feel like I can't touch it at all. <laughs> I'm I'm paying a terrible price for my earlier hubris. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so she continues babbling about her, really in the grand scheme of things, much smaller worries. And I think there is a lot of babbling back. Aww. Mostly a bunch of questions about Things that seem completely inconsequential to uh, the situation. I I think my character's been worked into a place where she actually feels safe asking someone questions that have just been burning curiosity about (laughs) like different things. Like she wants to know, why do people care so much about music? (laughs) They get so angry with each other. It's and that this is like the most recent and like That's, a long line of like as you were babbling about things, she like you, started. You coming just back broke with, the dam of weird questions, and that's yeah. the one that I've I've finished my like ramble, and that's the one that just kind of comes into a silent room, mm. and she just looks at you, and she bursts out laughing. <laughs> we're gonna end the scene there. Great, hard at work is our new theme. That's right. That's our scene four. 
Um, let's see. I mean, maybe we are running you through some tests. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I want this to be as like non like dehumanizing as possible, but you know, there's just, maybe there's just some important medical stuff that we got to keep an eye on and, and you're on board with that. I know exactly what this is. Oh, do you? This is a sort of treadmill endurance test. Oh my God. Which again, this character has no concept of how you guys test endurance or anything like that. (laughs) So she gets, it's the one where it starts out very slow and gets progressively faster. Mm -hmm. So they like, uh, she's on this treadmill and like i think there are some of those like suction cup like oh, monitor yeah. things yeah. and whatnot you're there in the room to like monitor other stress levels Every, mm-hmm. like there are probably other people around like monitoring various stages of equipment but also you are the one that she talks to every day so yeah. i think at this point it would be okay to call these two friends uh in in like a certain way because like yeah. the dam just broke yeah, uh, yeah. uh you had a breakthrough so she looks at you like sort of incredulously and goes, this is a test. I know it looks strange. Um, she is, um, she's doing very like managing um, body language. There's a lot of like, you know, rolling one hand in the air kind of like this and like looking up to be like, yeah, why the heck do we do weird things like this? And uh, she's looking around the room at some of the equipment and kind of how like strange and frightening it would look, <laughs> you know, and how how it does in, in fact look a little bit to her. She says, this is a, this is kind of how we do it. But if it doesn't work for you, you know, if you're like, I mean, I don't think it would be painful, but if it's painful, for example. Perfect, Alex. She... <laughs> Uh, she looks at you and like her face is a pale yellow and she turns around. So she's like walking backwards on the treadmill because again, it's moving quite slowly at right now. Point, yeah. And this is what she thinks it's going to be. Oh, <laughs> Do I look like I'm in pain? <laughs> <laughs> she smirks <laughs> at you and looks above you and at your antenna. And at the wires that are coming down from the ceiling, Mm -hmm. not entangled yet. And she says, no, you're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. So I think the machine starts moving a little bit faster. So she'll like turn around, um, but she's still got this expression on her face. Like this Mm. is, this is nothing. Um, (laughs) And... I think although like normally in these situations where there are other people in the room and she's really being monitored a lot, uh, she has the white and blue polka dots. But you can see that they're super faint right now. And especially uh, once you two started talking, uh, Mm. they got faint. And there's like a little bit more like yellows and pinks um, that are flowing around right now. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Let's see. So she begins walking around the treadmill just kind of idly i mean she doesn't really have a lot to do in this situation as you walk around the treadmill Uh i think you notice because now like you've had enough experience that you might even be looking for it you can see that her antenna are sort of lazily following you around 
she continues to walk in a circle. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really, she has no real understanding of what those do, except that they, you know, are roughly equivalent to what insects and stuff use them for. Mm-hmm. And so she just totally casually asks you the question, why do they do that? What? She shakes her head a little bit, completely confused, don't even know what you could mean by they. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I meant your antenna. She blushes a bit. Is it weird to ask about that? Are they like, I mean, you actually don't have to tell me anything about them. And I have been briefed on them, but I mean, I, it's not like no, I No, 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 you're supposed them. to be, you're supposed to be. These, these questions you're supposed to be asking. That's like a nose. So you must be really curious about how, how people smell. I mean, I know that they're for that, but like, you're really curious. I mean, they seem to follow people around everywhere. At this blue and white polka dots. Oh, boy. She's not even looking at you. Like, she is just continuing to walk. I'm just, just I'm trying asking to. Idly. Okay, good, good. Maybe, maybe she won't pick up on this and I'm not unintentionally revealing something about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, blue and white polka dots, like, spread across her face. Like, the, mm-hmm. the bridge of her face, like, very, very quickly. Um, and she is trying to like dilute them. So like some other colors wash in there. There's like some purple that she's throwing in. Oh my God, that must be how you hide your emotions with these with these oh. aliens is like you put other colors so it's not as obvious what's going on. You put up a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't have conscious control of them. It's sort of like how you can wiggle your ears. Like you can do it, but not really very well. She stops and she's behind you as you're running forward. And she just innocently says, oh, so are you like, and she moves back and forth. She sort of, without moving her feet, kind of swivels to the right and and swivels to the left a little bit. And you as you do it. And just goes, like, are you doing that? Like, could you stop that? Can you feel that? Well, her face now, now that you can't see her face, she's sort of like releasing that there. And those blue and white polka dots are very well defined on her face right now um, as the treadmill is picking up even more speed. And so she's, uh, yeah, she's reducing her uh, ability to like, it's, I think it is affecting her ability to actively consciously control the colors that she's working with now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. well, I normally don't even actually think about it at all. It's it's just not something you do. Uh, smell isn't that important most of the time. She's continuing to bob back and forth, and then she moves slowly. To, she moves slowly to the left mm-hmm. and watches it follow her, and then she runs right around to the front of you to watch it follow her and see how quickly it can do it. And she's looking up, but she looks right at you, right in your eyes and says, looks pretty important right now. Oh! Oh my God. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think at that, she trips on the oh treadmill, which had gotten like pretty fast. Uh-huh. She trips and falls and like lets out a yelp. Um, oh. And I think like, the the treadmill stops and like I think there are a bunch of people in the room that stand oh, up yeah, and yeah. she has to go and like again the, the the blue and white polka dots are like huge right now um and she 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 stands up and like holds her arms out to the room at large I'm okay I'm okay 
I'm fine. I'm fine. We will put the devices back on and continue. I am fine and uninjured. (laughs) (laughs) And I look at the control panel and say, "Uh, you know what? We actually shouldn't anyway. I know that wasn't very fast, but it it seems like uh, your heart rate was still ridiculously high. So... Yeah, we we shouldn't do that again. Seems like it might have put a stress on your body. But let me see that. <laughs> she walks over and like tries to look at the device, uh, the, the 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 pad that you're holding, and like she's not touching you yet, mm-hmm. but her hand is on the other side of like this oh. mm-hmm. fold out pad device that that you described earlier, and she's very close. And I think there is sort of an active straining like i think she does have relative control like flexing your ears she can like hold the antenna up and away Mm -hmm. but i think if you were to look and i don't know if you're in a position to be able to do it you could see that the little like soft fronds on the end are like Mm -hmm. very excitedly like wiggling near (laughs) and you know she does see her heart rate and she's knows that it's because she's like feeling some sort of exhilarated embarrassment well maybe it's just not hooked up right or something that's probably it she moves her hands to close it Mm -hmm. and in doing so both of her hands on either side of this sort of book like screen tablet thing touch your hand and she closes it and she says no Let's not make you do that again in the same day. And we're going to end the scene there. All good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Alex knows that uh, she has deprived me of two possible pulls, which the math, like the math in my head, now I'm, I'm racing against this tower. This tower is very shaky and has been since the very beginning. It's really very flattering that you would think that I would do that much math to make anything happen. (laughs) scene five close quiet and alone oh my god (laughs) trying to figure out how this one works what are you looking at nothing i'm not i'm just taking a little gander at the old character sheet Mm, really really just looking what what, what information could be there (laughs) what uh it's just in the interest of playing collaboratively Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. Great. You know what? Why don't we set the scene already? (laughs) (laughs) I think this... Go on. Go on. Go on. This facility, like, I I want this to happen at night. I feel like this should happen at night. And that makes me feel like this is some sort of live-in facility um, that, that you have. And I think for practical reasons, um, my character, because most of the equipment I think was destroyed in the crash, like I think they have to just resort to old fashioned telescopes to like look for any signs of like someone coming to like save this disastrous mission. (laughs) Um, So I think there is a period at night where she likes to look up at the sky and uh you know search for for any signs that that this is going to end soon oh my gosh this imprisonment 
imprisonment and like social anxiety. <laughs> this uh, this uh, Margaritaville red carpet uh, <laughs> of love of love. Oh my god, that's an endorsement of a kind. <laughs> um. Okay, so she's up there, you know, in this particular part of the observatory. And it's nighttime. And what are you doing? What's your first move? So are you, were you in the scene with me? Or do you think you just entered the room? I think I want to either just have entered the room or have my first move be entering the room. Either one Perfect. I'm cool that, with. That so is you... extremely good for me okay, if you just entered the room. So I think uh, she was like sort of monitoring different like light levels and things and like she must have gone through something so she could understand this equipment and like now it's sort of old hat to her. Like she knows what she's looking for and she's trying to go through because like there's no obvious sign right now, but I think it's possible to pick up on something if you really are invested in the data. And then very suddenly, I I think because although definitely doesn't normally have a sense of smell that's like really strong uh i think because she's had such a strong reaction to you she can tell like when you are near and she is like alerted and that startles her and she stands up a little bit (laughs) and i was trying to enter the room so quietly so she but she doesn't look in your direction she just like i think she's even trying to hide it oh trying to play it cool nice yeah nice so she was trying to enter the room so quietly because uh, she doesn't want to s- startle you because, um, like, you know, it's been stressful and she really tries to take it easy on you and is that socially competent. Oh. So she enters the room or was entering the room as quietly and unobtrusively as possible. Small, soft footsteps, you know, trying to to cushion the door behind her. So when she sees that you've noticed her entering even if you didn't see or hear her enter she kind of rolls her eyes a little bit i mean lucky for me i'm not looking in your direction when i when i when you do that so you know what she's going to stop looking at her readouts and whatnot and pretend to like just notice you um oh my god (laughs) oh my god hello i didn't see you come in there yeah oh good evening She smirks and points to your antenna, which are, like, both directed at me. Mm -hmm. And then she just walks towards you. Oh, boy. This is so bold. I think she is trying to appear casual. um, And definitely the human way of doing that is leaning on things. Um, I think with her body, it's a little harder to do that. But... (laughs) She does try to like lean against the table and go, it's a little late for you to be in the research area, right? (laughs) I'm trying to even conceptualize how awkward this lean is. (laughs) Because first of all, even the concept that like the human way of expressing casualness is to lean on things is kind of a lot to take in right now (laughs) from you, a human. (laughs) So I just Alex, if I'm not free to fully be my character right now, (laughs) and I don't want to have to explain to you that humans lean on things when they're being casual. (laughs) 
in a human tableau, as they call it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just picturing like your body being bent in like all these weird and definitely uncomfortable looking ways. Um, she does not rib you about it, though. She says, I really wanted to be somewhere quiet. And she sits down at the desk next to you. There's like a little rolly computer chair. I think she'll move to sit down like uh, next to you. I think there is, again, I, I guess, yeah, I established as not really sitting in chairs being a thing. So I think she scoots a chair out of the way and like she could have sat across the table, but I think she sits like catty corner on the table. Mm -hmm. Like it's close. And she asks, what do you feel like when you're being watched? Because you must be, right? This is like a big deal. Uh, she turns away from you. She kind of swivels her chair away and um, leans back in her chair. And she says, I get interviewed for stuff. Well, I mean, you know, I have higher levels of cortisol and increased perspiration and... Sometimes there are agitated I'm movements. not talking about biologically. We're not supposed to be. Everyone else monitors that stuff. How do you handle it? She wants so badly to say super poorly. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, wow. boy. Okay. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Nope. That's <laughs> fine. We, it hasn't... We're good. Chimney Christmas. But instead, she just says... Uh, eh. she doesn't say anything. anything. I love that. Okay, so I'm getting the impression that it's, it feels like you're very similar to me. Jesus, why? Every poll is like this. <laughs> it's been like this the whole game? No, it's more now. Well, it's felt like every poll was intense the whole game. <laughs> now it is most certainly more. <laughs> Past Alex. <laughs> it's not all my fault. It's true. I did egg you on. <laughs> <laughs> A long moment of silence passes between them. And she says, I hope it's helpful to have access to this space. I know you must really, really want to be out of this situation. She is about to, like, agree, um, and then she, like, looks into your eyes, and there's that connection, and the fronds, like, wiggle a little bit as they take in that scent, and she says, almost under her breath, it's not all bad. Um, oh, oh, And oh, that is gosh. an unintentional reveal. <laughs> If I can pull a brick. If you can remove a brick from a tower of bricks. Oh, my God. Why did I design this game? <laughs> you know why. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah, that was completely fine. <laughs> Just two bros being dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, these are gals being pals. Oh, that's true. They're gals being pals. Just gals being pals. You know. Braiding each other's hair, practicing to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Having pillow fights. <sighs> Scene eight is pillow fight. 
No, that would be bad. She goes to look into the uh, telescope that you were looking into before she came in. And so she just leans down and puts her hand on it. And as she uh, puts her eye to the eyepiece, the side of her body just brushes up against the front of yours. <sighs> Not sure I can pull oh this my one God. off. Really, I am unclear. Some monster made this game. Oh my God. I touched it and it moved a lot. Okay, you can do this. I'm an adult. You have to pull this off because I want to make it so much spicier. It's, I, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. oh my that God. That not good. And like, ugh. We have cursed ourselves. We with really this tower. did. No, that's, that's worse. Yeah, that boy is real in there, real important. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to stand up. Yeah, you got to stand up. It's it's fine. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. Oh. oh man. Okay. Um. Oh. God, I was about to get us in so much trouble, Alex. We're well. We're gonna be in trouble for sure. Friendo. For sure. So, um... Well, we have to count them, right? We got to count these these moves that were made. Uh, well, I mean, we're... Okay, first of all, there's acting on your feelings. Then there's epilogue table. Oh, really? So, how would I act on my feelings in this situation? What is the thing that I don't want to do that I want to do? I think, I mean, this is the most they have ever touched by a lot. Yeah. And... When the side of her body moves against yours, there's all of this coloration that changes that she can't see because yeah. she's um, bent over. But in an instant, she can feel not only that there's color, but that your body is warm and that the warmth of it sort of centers where she's touching you. Yeah. And that is so much that her whole body just kind of freezes up and she looks up at you. And what does she say? I mean, what could she possibly say in that moment? I mean, so I think you look up at her and, you know, she's so close to you. Uh, her antenna are fluttering and it's that pink and red that's just sort of like dancing around her face. And her eyes are just so big and full of the dim light in the room i know i know exactly what she says in this moment she turns towards you and sees the way that the colors are moving mm -hmm. so rapidly and she looks and her eyes are just like open wide and she reaches out one hand and puts it in like the middle of your chest and watches the colors change around her hand in the same way yeah and her mouth opens and she says Really, really beautiful. So that's me acting on my feelings as far as I'm Wow, yes. Oh my God. Let's add up our attraction things. Okay, so I have nine. I have nine as well. Oh. Oh no. 
that means that we got 18. So we're one away from getting the 19 plus. Are you kidding me, Alex Roberts? (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh, no. It's It's not the worst. It's not terrible. It's not bad at all. All of these outcomes are good outcomes. James <laughs> D'Amato. Yeah, try try telling that to James D'Amato. <laughs> so on a 17 to 18, you get love with the bittersweet certainty of loss, which given that you come from the stars and you know that your your people are coming, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm going to have to go home. Yeah, you have to go home, don't you? So now... I, what I think happens in that moment mm. is she, you know, puts her hand on top of yours and like the intimacy between those two, whether it blossoms that evening, definitely develops very quickly over the yeah. rest of her time there. And she's no longer watching the stars, hoping to see a sign of people to take her away. She's dreading having oh, to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean... Yeah, she is just, like, making up all these excuses to spend time with you and, like, submitting all these reports that say, like, oh, she's increasingly uncomfortable with being monitored, increasingly uncomfortable with being watched to give us all this alone time together. And, like, I don't know, maybe people are starting to notice. Unclear. Maybe we just see some concern. That's that's all we know. Yeah, I think it it sort of goes on and like obviously uh she is doing everything she can to like enable this alone time um and i i think these two really get lost in uh the connection that they're sharing Mm. um and you know i don't it's definitely not like a huge reveal of everyone finding out either it's just oh yeah these two shared that and then they finally see a light fluctuation one evening when they are monitoring that telescope. Yeah. And they're both so sad. Um, and I think on the day when you have to go and it's, you know, 10 different kinds of big deal. I think when, when that researcher is just like bawling her eyes out and like cannot contain herself and the two of them embrace in front of everyone mm-hmm. um i i don't think anyone i don't think that tells anyone anything because you know just gals being pals just gals being pals and you know what i like that is one of the iconic photographs it's oh is that like embrace is that that particular embrace just captured in a way like that is the photo that they use like there was of course obviously you know this alien and like all the others like meeting important leaders Mm -hmm. and whatnot but that embrace sort of colors the relationship that that our two species have together and that is like the first contact photo whoa and if that ain't bittersweet, I don't know what is. <laughs> oh, goosebumps, goosebumps. Okay. Well, that was Starcrossed. Oh, Alex, thank you so much. This was a delight. Thank you so much for having me on. This was really, really fun. This is just, just lovely. Well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with Runaway Hirelings. 
In the meantime, be sure to check out our programming on Twitch. This Wednesday, we're going to be previewing the Dungeon Dome card game at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. We'll have a new episode of Total Party Kill with John Patrick Cohen at 7 p.m. Central Time on Thursday. And then next week on Wednesday, May 9th, we're going to have a debrief episode for A Woman with Hollow Eyes, starting at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. If you're looking for more great podcasts, be sure to check out Design Doc. Join hosts Hannah Schaefer and Evan Rowland as they redesign a role-playing game. Design Doc is an experiment in public participatory analog game design. It's fun, it's messy, and you're invited along for the ride. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week, I'm going to put a trigger warning at the top of the call to action because I'm going to be talking about sexual assault. I'll give everyone a moment to stop this week's episode if they need to. The American justice system is pretty flawed generally. However, for cases of rape and sexual assault, it is especially bad. There's a lack of standards for handling rape cases, and police departments in many states fail to consistently track, test, or preserve rape kits. Some states and counties allow the destruction of rape kits after six months. There are even some places that bill victims for the cost of testing their kit. This obviously needs to change which is why some lawmakers are trying to introduce a sexual assault survivor's Bill of Rights. Now, in 2016, we passed a piece of legislation like this at the federal level that was meant to serve as a model for states. However, most states are dragging their heels when it comes to actually passing it at that level, which is why lawmakers need to hear from their constituents. That's where you come in. Unsurprisingly, you need to call your representatives about this issue. Now, when I make calls to my reps, I use fivecalls.org. It's a website that has issue summaries for issues like this, contact information for your representatives, and scripts to read while you're on the phone to make sure your message gets across. Calling is quick, easy, and it can make a huge difference. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at paracosmpress.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.